Jen Stone, everybody. Welcome, Wizards of Waverly Pod. Supernatural. This I like this. Elbow this is thing. I'm having fun. This is like the wave, but oh like elbows as well. Julia um, got me this shirt. It's, it's a very nice. It's a it's an off pink. This whole right? isn't that it's what like it is? a mauve, mauve, a mauve, a mauve, a moving mauve. Um, Yulia's nailing it on the shirt, the shirt front. Lately. Yeah, she's doing a very she really, good job. You, you've got a good one there. I think I might like Yulia better than you now. I, I still love you both, but if I had to choose, like if it, if it was a burning building, I think Yulia, I'd be like, grab Tony, let's go. Like if I had to pick, I don't know why I have to pick, but so for it's a fucked up way to start the episode. Yeah, what the fuck? I would, I would, I would pick your cats, Jen. I would, I would save your cats in a burning well, building. Well, one of them pisses all over everything, so jokes not on that you. One. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you which one. It's a 50-50 chance. Uh, who's that on your shirt? It's what is Boston. That? Boston. Boston, baby. Tour, 1979. Yeah. My dad raised me on uh, what's now called classic rock, but basically all his favorite bands are cities. So he loves Chicago, Boston. Well, that's good. Yeah, he loves, if it's named after a city, it's his favorite band. And then, like, the Commodores. What do you mean now <laughs> called classic rock? So back then, it wasn't, well, it wasn't classic, classic rock. Is that it was what you just mean? rock, yeah. Right, okay. But anyway, okay, guys, so today we're talking about the Supernatural. Supernatural. Nice. Or, Season, and not the TV show with right. the two guys and the, the, the fan base. Where they're and all. very attractive. Where they're Super very, there's actually a spinoff. Yeah, okay. There's a spinoff there's of many Supernatural spin-offs. now. Oh, I didn't right? know. But there's a, there's another uh, uh, show that um, they asked Yulia to do because Yulia writes scripts this is wife. and yes and takes a uh, uh, you know like an English script mm-hmm. and then translates it into German. So German. Yeah, but which is I tough. Know, I made that like because Dutch. German. But what is tough <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense in translating. So like she what? has to come up. Peter Piper picked a bunch of peppers. Oh. Like, how do you translate that? You know, you have to turn it into uh, something in German. That, that so would like, she turn that into? Do I don't know. We have to ask her. Okay. But but uh, they had asked her to do that that spinoff show, uh, and she wasn't able to. But it looked good. It looked really good. What I know about that show, which I know the Supernatural fans are going to be like, that's it, is that Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays the dad, and he's a sexy, saucy man. I, okay, so... Jeffrey Dean Morgan was on the zombie show. Yes, uh, Negan, Walking Dead. Walking Dead, right, exactly. Which I didn't really watch, but I loved uh, uh, 28 Days Later, which is kind of based on, whatever. So I did a Not movie with Jeffrey Dean. but okay, they both had zombies. It was about no, it. No, isn't the beginning of, of Walking Dead very similar to the beginning of 28 Days it's Later? The, or tw- The beginning of every zombie thing is Pretty similar to each all other. Right, listen, Where it's you wake up and go, oh, there was a zombie apocalypse. They're for all, all the fans the that are listening and or watching this show, you tell me if Jen is right that it's not very similar or if it is similar. We're talking about like Danny Boyle, Greg Nicotero, like two very different. I mean, they're zombies. The genre is the genre. I know, but he, they they're both all wake like up like in a from, hospital yeah, and they're walking around from, like, like what's Night happening? of the Living Dead. Like listen, they Jen, all I want to get along with that. you. We've got many shows to go. <laughs> So I'm at a thing, an event, and I see Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mm -hmm. And I go up to him and I'm like, I love you. You're so great. Yeah. You know, because just all his work. And he's like, David, how are you? It's good to see you. We we work together. And I was like, oh, Oh, shit. Uh, But yeah, he's talented and handsome. So, okay. The Supernatural. Yes, Supernatural. Is the episode title, not the show. And this was the one and only location shoot. We never did it again. We went out to, uh, in the world with the whole (laughs) peoples and and the cameras and and everything. It was weird because 
we were just like set up like multi-camera, yeah. you know, like, but out in the world. I thought when we were doing the the location shoot, it would have turned into a little more kind of single camera kind of feel. Um, we'll get back to why this was the only location shoot we ever did and never did it again. But this was season one, episode 15, originally aired on May 18th, 2008. Little little brief synopsis. Uh, Justin uses his magic to land a spot on the school's baseball team so he can impress a girl named Kari. And Kari was played by... Chelsea Kane. Who I played her dad on Baby Daddy. Oh, did you really? Ben and Vinny, who were uh, uh, writers on our show, mm -hmm. uh, uh, worked on that. Yeah. And this is always so fucking funny to me. I got a call from them. And they're like, we need you to come in and fill in. There's an actor that fell out. And I was like... Why the fuck didn't I get an audition Originally, for this? Yeah. yeah. So there was a thing. I don't know if you know the show, Baby Daddy. I do. Well, I, she uh, uh, had a biological father, and mm -hmm. she wasn't sure who it was. So there was me and another actor who were like, we think we're the dad. We're not sure. And then the audience voted. They did a vote thing as to who should be the, the did you, dad. Did, did you win? Because we shot alternate endings. Of course I won, Jen. What are you I, was, I, was of course. Saying, I was like, this is going to get really awkward but it was so if you didn't nice win. To, to see her again. And, and yeah, in this episode, the sweetest. I'm, I'm going to let you keep uh, reading, but she had to play not very bright. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which it, it takes a smart person to play not very bright. Yeah. She nailed it. Yeah. Well, very. She's very talented, super sweet. Continue. Um, yes, yeah, so it's played by Chelsea Kane, who whose name was Chelsea Staub at the time. So she changed her, her stage name. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Did she get married but, to no, the, a person? No, with she the... just she changed it, um, and it still throws me every time because I always want to call her Chelsea Staub, uh, but it's Chelsea Kane now. So, um, okay. anyway, so meanwhile, Alex tries to impress Riley by making him think she's the team's good luck charm. Who's back, Riley, with his chiseled jaw? Yeah, and, and that those gorgeous brunette. Curly I had hair. a crush on. Him, I had a crush just on like Riley you, too. Jim. <laughs> I had a crush on Riley too, even though he was a lot like. How old was he in real he life? Was he was older. Yeah, We've he was talked like, about this. like yeah. mid to late twenties. Yeah, and uh, but he was so he sweet pretty young. and nice. Yeah. There's a line in here. He was when like we get very golden it. retriever. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I apologize, but he goes. Uh, oh, no, 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 I'll just hold on to it. I'll tell you that in a second. Keep it, keep it. I'm writing it down. Save it okay, for the day. On. Save it for the day. Um, okay, so Justin uses magic to land a spot on the school's baseball team so he can press the girl, Kari Lansdorf, um, who only dates baseball players. I'm like, what happened to this girl that she only dates baseball yeah, players? It's a little, it's a little weird. It's very weird. And she's like, yeah. I like a face, I like things with mitts and balls and things. And, and like I only like movies with cats. Well, that's like the thing at the end. Yeah, no, I know. But, but I'm just like, who is this person? Like, who is this person? She's like, I like baseball and I like cats. It was, it was very, it's weird. It's specific. I mean, it God bless weird. her. She embraced it. Yeah. But because I would have been like, what? Who is this person? But people would probably recognize Chelsea from uh, the Bratz movie. She was Stella from Jonas, that that short lived. Uh, they jo were the Jonas like the monkeys, Brothers. But the Jonas Brothers, Disney right. Channel song, and Riley from Baby Daddy, which right. you mentioned. But she was also in the Unaired Wizards pilot. What the fuck? Yeah, she was really. In, there's there is a picture I have of um, me, uh, her, Selena, David, Dallas Lovato, who was also in the Wizards pilot, which is Demi's older sister. Um, I think they both played love interests of David again. Ah. Um, and then there was like this big epic house party that David had that got him into trouble later. Ah, interesting. Um, after the pilot that she was also at. The so, Amazing yeah. O'Malley's. Wait a minute. The David Henry party that she was at was off. Not was, not in the no, show. that was not that in was the show. In that real was life. after we finished the pilot that later like got David into a little. 
little bit and of hot when water. when Jen says, <laughs> it means almost fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the truth? It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. There were some things that happened at that party that apparently were not so kosher. kosher right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was there and I'm not going to speak to what those things were. Okay. Yeah. The Amazing O'Malley's mm -hmm. was the original Wizards pilot, which yeah. I was not in, and but I was sent a DVD of. That you cannot been, find. No, no, no. But listen, we're back up at the cabin house. Yeah. And I have spent a good six hours going Aww. through boxes. He's trying to find it for you guys. Through. But what happens is when you're going through shit like that and you're like, oh, look at this. I haven't seen this for 20 years. And you check <laughs> it out. And then you're like, you, you know, you know, it's like something shiny. You get a well, What other distracted. stuff have you found looking for this pilot? Well, like I didn't, I hosted later and Sean Hayes did a part on there and I watched that and. Um, you know, there's there's a bunch of stuff and things from like my kids, their yeah. recitals. So you're and, finding everything and, but the Wizards pilot. Yeah. Listen, there's <laughs> it'll no, show up. I knew it's like everything. I, it'll show up when you stop looking for it. Yeah. Okay. Like well, everything. Okay. So officially, I'm not gonna look for it anymore. Everybody. <laughs> Everyone's like, no. Oh wait, you have to look for it. That's Yulia. She just found it. I, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So again, this episode, blaringly season one Harper style, just hurts. It hurts a little bit. Like it just really hurts because it, it's so. So this one, she walks well, up where to. She's, she's it's just it's just obsessed with Justin. Again. No, no, no. It's not that part. It's just the her style in season one is so unrealized compared to what she gets to. It bothers me. I don't know if it bothers anybody else because it's just it's very personal. Style of her personality. Style no, 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 of her, not her, the, clothes. her clothes. Ah, because okay. her clothes is such like a part of who her character is, and in the season one, it's just so schizophrenic. It's so all over the place. Right. She walks into the sub shop. She's wearing this like red polka dot headband, like this mod like navy red white patriotic 60s dress it's weird there's no focus the there's no vision so much judgment of yourself well, I, here no it's not that it's just, it's just the fact that it's like you can really see that we haven't found her yet right and and i'm so excited for where she gets to so i don't know if that does that bug anybody else it bugs me and i think obviously i'm closer to it than most um but yeah it's just, it didn't it's, bug me it was unfocused, yeah, so it drives I, me a little crazy. I wasn't bugged by it. Okay, well, I'm glad it's, I'm the only neurotic person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then later, she's in like a plain, like jeans and a green hoodie, which I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, that's so. I've never seen Harper later on in like hoodie and jeans. Future like, that's rewatches. So not she is. I'm gonna uh, uh, in the future. I'm gonna pay more attention to your clothes. You don't because I didn't. I didn't I'll remember. just obsess over it. Yeah. It'll be my weird like like Larry David thing that I'll do. Okay. Um, Who okay. I love, by the way. Who He's came great. to an episode with his kids because yeah. a lot of famous people came with their kids, like like uh, Rob Reiner, who ended up being, a, mm -hmm. a, you know, in the show. And, with the little, like, fake PSA yes. about reading. Yeah. But Larry David's there, who's, he's a, you know, odd guy. But I was standing yeah. there and I'm taking pictures with his kid and I'm like, can I take a picture with you? And he goes, okay. Did you? And he didn't like it. So I have a picture with me going, oh, he's ah! That's the most like Larry David picture you can have though. Did you hear about, there's this, cause you know, I love true crime. There's this great case. It's on, there's a documentary on Netflix about this, but there's a great case where this guy was a suspect in a murder. And the only reason his alibi was because he, they were shooting at, yes! Dodger State, yeah, they were shooting at Dodger stadium and they were shooting curb and he just happened to be, they pulled the curb footage and he just happened to be in the background of one of the shots. And they, they helped him not be yeah. a murder suspect. Yeah, and Larry David said, he said something to him and I'm going to butcher what he said, but he said something to the effect of like, that's the most meaningful thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. 
Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. Like what a what a weird random like. Yeah, thing. I remember seeing that. that have an that, episode of your show save somebody from being like, in put to death or like yeah. imprisoned for life. Like amazing, just wild. Anyway, um, Ooh, I wanted to go yeah. back to one thing. This is probably one of the only episodes where Justin is using magic for himself. Yeah, to do something, yeah. which is very interesting. Because normally, especially in season one, he's using it. Like to try to fix something Alex has done, right. or he's trying to, you know, get Alex to stop doing magic. But yeah, this is that's a good point. Justin like the, never really did it of his own volition. Yeah, I wonder if there's any other episodes. We'll, we'll I feel like he probably that. did, but in the first season especially, it was more Alex using it, you know, willy nilly. Willy nilly. I always think about that because whatever, what see, what episode that was, I was like, you can't just use magic willy nilly. You know? <laughs> Um, so anyway, so he, he has this thing for Kari or Chelsea Kane, uh, but he doesn't know how to play baseball and she only dates baseball players. So, um, that's when he continues to use his magic to win, uh, once he's decided to join, uh, the baseball team, which, um, what's his nuts, uh, curly haired, uh, uh, yeah, golden retriever man is... Is on. Well, he had golden retriever energy. He was oh. so happy and positive, oh, and like yeah. he was—he was like the healthiest. I, this is what I remember about him. He when was he, like so granola and like the healthiest person yeah, ever. He yeah. always had like fruit and produce, and like he was very happy. He was very no. He was very healthy. Like he always oh, had like okay. super. He was happy and healthy. Yeah, he was a very glowy, healthy person. You know, I have to go to uh, uh, the very beginning of this when David's on the New York Street, mm-hmm. um, which is was was behind the substation set. So mm-hmm. whenever we filmed there, we 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 pretty much the audience wasn't able to see any of that. Just so Yeah, we know. usually pre-taped that. But stuff. David was like, I'm invisible to her. And then some guy bumps into him and he's like, see, I'm invisible. And I, I don't know about anybody else or or how you felt, but yeah. w- when I was younger, every once in a while I felt a little invisible to to my peers. I think everybody feels yeah? that at some point. I still feel that way sometimes. Yeah, I think that's a really universal feeling. A feeling, and I think it's relative where it's like somebody might feel invisible and then you might also inadvertently without your knowledge make someone else feel invisible. I think it's like one of those things where everybody feels that and then doesn't realize that they, without even trying, accidentally make someone else feel that way. Like I think it's just this kind of universal thing that happens, you know, unfortunately. Odd thing to say, but I, I, it just is, it just was interesting. I think it's, I think it's kind of a universal parallel of the human condition to be perfectly, you know, esoteric and a rewatch podcast about a children's show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what part drove me nuts though, is just the literal cartoon uh, coyote thing of him being like, she's so hot. Like with his tongue literally out. Yeah, and he, he in the street the, the, was the, the weird. friend who was there was like you. That your we never tongue see is again. Out, put it, and he actually then puts his tongue back yeah. in his mouth with the thing. The tongue thing was weird. Yeah, the tongue thing was very strange. It was very meaning. It was not funny or it was not appropriate. Uh both. Yeah. I mean, like, but but just it, like to me, it's like I got the gag, but to me, it just didn't read. It just wasn't funny. It was kind of like awkward. Yeah, where you're like, I get. It's supposed to be like cartoony, yeah. but it just didn't read to me. I just was kind of like, oh, that's, it, it felt forced. Right. Um, but yeah, and that friend went to the same place as uh, Dragon, the dog. Like, we Away. went to the same, we went to Transylvania University with yeah. Dragon, the dog. We never saw him again. It's interesting. And then I think that happens in the first season a lot where you'll, you'll, they'll present yeah. something. And then just go, oh, See that didn't sticks. work. Take it away. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Selena wants Riley. Yeah. David wants Kari. And and David wants Kari. And so now 
we go to the baseball game where David tries to impress Kari and Selena's trying to get Riley's attention, which of course we did the baseball game because Peter Marietta, who we talk about all the time, the showrunner, his son Joaquin. Who is in the episode in and the episode, he's, the, he's pitching which, okay, in the very beginning. Wasn't his team that he played on at the time called the Aztecs? That's why we called that the team that, right? I'm guessing the answer to that is yes. Yeah. I, I don't remember so that, but Peter's it's probably- a huge baseball person yeah. and, and Joaquin now is a recruiter. Um, and was for a baseball playing, team, didn't, and didn't was he playing play in college. And yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he was a huge baseball player. Amazing. Still is involved with baseball in a big way. And he was and so, so cute. Uh, yeah, Peter's, you know, kids would come to the set, yeah. and they were so. It was nice to meet everybody's, you know, offshoot. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, they're they're kids. It yeah, was they're nice offspring. That, yeah, they're offspring. They're spawn. Yeah, they just were really nice, <laughs> and I was really happy that that he was in the episode. It was really cool to see, and and I think it made everybody so approachable. Because sometimes I feel like being a kid on a set, you're expected to be an adult, right? But on Wizards, because it was a kid show, and oftentimes I, I feel like where kid shows go wrong is when you're on a kid show, but yet you're still expected to be an adult. Which don't get me wrong, we were expected to be professional and things yeah. like that. But everybody had kids, so it was a very family friendly environment. You brought your kids. That's what I was trying to say. Peter brought his kids. Yeah. So. It, we were expected to be professional, but at the same time, there were other kids around yeah. that weren't in the business. And so it was a very family-friendly environment. And the adults knew how to be around kids because they were parents. And I think that made a huge difference. Right. No, I agree. You know, and so, like, that was something that I remember, like, like Gigi and Perry, like, you know, Gigi talked about how she was cognizant of the fact that we were kids and to make sure that we had a childhood. And I don't think that would have happened if there weren't so many parents around. Yeah. Um, and it created a really safe space for us, which was nice. But anywho. Um, I agree. Yeah. Well, at the so at the baseball game, another fun cameo is, so Max is like, I was going to say rizzing, but rizzing means hitting on now, apparently oh, in like Gen really? Z language. Well, yeah. I mean, you and I don't know because we're old. Is it rizzing or razzing? Rizzing means hitting on now. Okay. Razzing might be what I'm trying to think of. Right, like he, he, well, he giving was shit. A crazy fan. Yeah. Well, he, he well no, but he was like, fan. well, yes. So Max was like giving shit to another player. Like he was like, like, so maybe razzing is the word I'm Shit talking. Shit talking. But sitting behind him mm -hmm. was, was uh, Ezra Wise, who, who had participated in the show, but was our. Warm up guy. Yeah, he was one of our warm up comedians. Yeah. And, which, and Darren. Which, who, those of you who don't know, I'm going to pull a Dalloway's. Um, so, the warm up uh, comedians are, when you have a live audience, they keep the, the room very, very cold. So, you stay <laughs> awake and you don't fall asleep and you're ready to respond very quickly to jokes and, and give us the laugh track. Um, but also, too, they keep you between setups and when we're moving cameras and yeah. they're giving notes and, and that downtime between shots, they, they play games, they, they tell jokes. They get the audience to Very dance. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. So their job is to basically be on all night and to keep the audience engaged on what can be hours of kind of daunting a long shoot. It's not easy. It's to not be an easy the job. Warm up and they guy. kicked ass. Yeah. They were so good at we're it. We're gonna have them on the show. We will have sure. them on the show, yeah. and they pop up in later episodes too. But it was great to see Ezra in this one. Yeah, it was really fun. And then and then later. Ugh, I hate to jump in there. No, you but, can jump. But, uh, we jump all the time. I think the fans are used Jake to it. Jake and, and Ezra are going at and then and then toward the end, Jake has pushed the boundaries and <laughs> so Ezra much. comes in with security yeah, guards yeah. and goes, that's that him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Um, but yeah, so meanwhile, while that all that is going on and, and Jake Max is rizzing, razzing, giving shit, 
Um, Alex tries to impress Riley by convincing him that she's the team's hypothetical good luck charm. Um, And Jerry later finds out that Justin's been using magic in order to make the team and decides that Justin's punishment will be playing without using magic, in which case, of course, because Justin's more about smarts rather than brawn, he loses. Um, So Alex uses this as an opportunity to prove to Riley that she really is the team's good luck charm by not showing up when they lose. And this episode has Selena explaining to, or Alex explaining to Harper the nuance of Alex, her diabolical plan of how to do something. And I really enjoyed the fact that Harper, in my opinion, mm-hmm. is someone who's genuine and sweet. Her brain just doesn't nice, work that way. Right? Yeah. And so I love it was, that about her it was really interesting. I mean, no joke, there's three times where she's trying to explain to you her manipulation of Riley. Well, and then and I love like, too. Huh? I love too that after the third time, she then goes, "So Riley, so this is what she's doing," right? and like totally like like blows the whole like operation. And then he's so sweet too that he just is completely like, "Okay." And that's the line I wanted to say. Where where I'm 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 kind of jumping around here, but um, he he says, "I'll, I'll, I'll if you give me this." meaning go to every game because you're yeah. the good luck charm, I'll take you to the dance. And then Selena's like, well, what makes you think I want to go to the dance with yeah. you? And he goes, uh, doesn't everybody want to go to the dance with me? <laughs> I thought that was really funny. That was really funny. Was cute. And she's like, of course I want to go. And then she's like, every game. Right. And then I th- Well, I think that part comes later, like sort of at the end of the episode. Yeah. We're okay, jumping so, all- so, We're riddling. We're jumping I, I just wrote down something. It, it, Justin is lying. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there is there is magic being used to you know like it's it's who was supposed to be on the team who Justin you took know his used place. magic yeah like that whole like college thing where yeah. people took space they pretended to be you know uh, 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 rowers what, oh, what's her name's daughters yeah, right yeah, Pret- yeah. and then two people didn't get to go to that school because they unfairly took their positions. Well, but that's the thing is like you you have to think about when you make a decision for every action, there's an equal and opposite re- reaction, right? right? It's Newton's law. I forget which number. I think it's his third law. But um, but it's the same is true for every decision you make, right? Like I remember, um, which granted, I, I, I do believe to a certain extent that everything happens for a reason. But like Selena, for example, was supposed to be in Camp Rock. I know this. Yeah, so she was supposed to be in Camp Rock, and um, and then she gave she turned she, it down because she, she wanted Demi offered, to be able to. Right, do it. she was offered Camp Rock, mm-hmm. and then but, was like, and and granted, this is speculation. I, I don't know a hundred percent if this ooh, is true. This is good. I know this is the dish but, on Wizards of Waverly Pod. So Drew Seeley was supposed to be in Camp Rock. Oh. Who he was somebody he's so talented, but he just. He never quite got his break. Like he was kind of like close to High School Musical. He kind of like he was almost in this, almost in that, almost in this, and then like the stuff he was in just never really like broke, right? So he was supposed to be in Camp Rock, but because Demi got it, they needed a name because Selena was supposed to be the name uh. in Camp Rock. So Demi got it, nobody knew her. So then they had to put names in it. So then Drew Seeley got cut, and the Jonas Brothers got put in. I remember hearing that at the time. I don't know if that's a hundred percent true. That's the dish. And then, and then Maria the played the mom and in then that. She played the mom, right? But she yeah, so, but I remember even thinking at the time of like, wow, how great is it that she gave her friend an opportunity? But how much does it suck that she cut an opportunity for somebody else? So right. it just goes to show it's like you never know in helping somebody, you might be hurting somebody else. Yeah, so it's exactly. just like everything again has an equal and opposite reaction. So you just 
you don't know the effects of the choices that you make. Yeah, and and I think I've mentioned this to you before, but Charlie Wilson's war, Philip Seymour Hoffman has a wonderful speech Mm -hmm. where he's like, well, here's good news, but is it? And then it turns into bad news, and then that bad news turns into good news, you know? Uh, and and it's interesting. It's interesting. It so interesting. there's there's no real good news or bad news. It's just well, it's news. all perspective. Yeah, it's all perspective, and it's all how you look at it. And 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 that's where you have to take a step back and go. You know what? Things happen the way that they're meant to. Right. You have to look like that. Otherwise, the news, whatever it is, will drive you crazy. Yeah. Trying to look yeah. at it from every different angle. But anywho, um, so one thing I noticed throughout the first season is so I had. It sounds medieval, but I, and I don't even think they do it anymore. I, I'm, I'm not really sure why they did it in the first place. Dying to find out what you're gonna say. Yeah, I know it's very random. Talk about jumping around, but I had braces, like metal braces, on the back of my teeth. On the inside. On the inside, because I was like, how am I gonna have? I need to have braces. Right. How am I gonna do this as an actor? Your because teeth look I amazing. Thank you. Well, my tongue was bleeding for two years oh, because shit. literally it cut my tongue so much because they were hitting, it was hitting up against these metal. But you could like shove wax in there. Did they have wax? Yeah, put like in I had the, the rubber bands and yeah. all. And they were traditional braces just backwards on the inside of my teeth. Um, so literally the whole first season I can hear, which I'm sure I'm the only person who yeah, can like hear because I'm listening lisp. for, I'm literally having to over enunciate my words oh, because I'm trying so hard not to hit these braces. Right. Um, so yeah, there's a couple scenes, especially when I'm sitting there at the sub shop at the counter where she's explaining and I'm like, so the, the thing with Riley is, and I'm like <laughs> trying so hard to enunciate my words and I like swallow so many of my words. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. Oh my God. Cause like I said, I'm just trying to be like, cause my tongue's all cut <laughs> up, but I'm trying like it's. So the whole first season, I'm just like, I can hear it. And like I said, it's oh, because I, I know, you know, I spend all the time with myself. But yeah, I hear it so much um, in the first season. Interesting. I wonder if the fans heard that. Did you guys hear that? Because I'm going to bet. probably like the Harper style. It's probably just a me, Larry yeah, David. I'm gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't hear that. I didn't yeah. hear that. Like I said, it's know? probably just a me thing. But anyway. Um, okay, so R- Alex further em- emphasizes the point that she's Riley's good luck charm because they lose. Right. Um. Jerry realizes. And explains that to you. Multiple times, and then I explain it to Riley, so everybody understands. Jerry realizes, uh, like I said before, that Justin's using magic. He punishes him by embarrassing him, by causing him um, to lose in the game. Um, So when Jerry realizes what's going on, he tells Justin to counteract the magic. Um, He then tells Alex that he's onto her as well and has Justin perform a memory-erasing spell to make the crowd forget what just happened, because obviously... No one can know about magic. That's a big thing that we constantly bring up. Right. But was it, first of all, Justin and Alex counterbalancing each other with the magic. Yeah. It's pretty clear. You know what I mean? Yeah, no one, yeah. we, we didn't have a lot. I mean, there might have been one moment where I think the ball was going over the fence and then stopped and then fell yeah. into the kid's glove or something. Mm-hmm. And there might have been a little bit of a reaction from the, from the crowd, you know? Mm-hmm. It just was, it was a lot. I mean, hence the, you know, doing the spell to erase everybody's memory. Well, and I think that's part of why we only did, I I think it's one of the many reasons why we only did one location shoot was because it was a lot of magic happening, a lot of special effects, not to mention the fact that we had to basically caravan all of our four cameras, all of the honey wagons, which honey wagons is a fancy term for those who don't know of of trailers and and, and stuff. Stuff Why is it called honey wagons? It's actually really good. Maybe it's I know, just a brand. I know I looked up one time uh, Lavs, 
the mics uh-huh. was because they used to be lavaliers back uh, in the 20s. They used to like go around and be like lavalier necklaces, but there was a mic on it. You know, so I knew that. What, the first time I, I realized this was because when you're mic'd and you have a mic on you when you're doing a mm-hmm. movie, uh, if the sound guy doesn't turn off your mic, you know, you could be in the bathroom, you know, you could get heard saying things that you don't want to hear. Yeah. So at one point I was well, talking to- Well, there's a lot to, of footage of people yeah, saying things Yeah, but I was talking to, oh. and Selena taught me this, but I was talking to Selena and we were talking- because oh, I Yeah, yeah but yeah. I, had a, I had a real hard time <laughs> with the director of the movie. Uh, he tried to pit us against each other, yeah. which I did not like. And I thought that that the was lame. The director of the movie, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, uh, we were talking there and I was like, oh, we're mic'd. And she's like, oh, okay, what? So yeah, she yeah. just would tap on the mic and I was like, holy shit, how did I not know yeah, that, yeah. you know? Because also, yeah, no, I remember we used to do that trick all the time because if we were going to the back, uh, bathroom, we'd hit it like this so you'd get like every other word or sound people would get so sick of it they'd turn the mic off right so yeah it's a great trick i still use it to this day but also i've learned how to turn my mic back off so ah that, that's easier that's clever that's easier rather than peeing and going like that's this. so funny because yeah. my go-to is just make a a good relationship with the sound guy <laughs> and say hey you know like we're getting along this, and this he would movement of just turning the mic off is way simpler than right, but all then of what that if, shit if, also make it have a good relationship with everyone on set of course, like but mainly the sound guy so that the producers don't hear you talking shit. Not that we talk shit about oh them. Oh, my Lord. Oh, um, my God. So, wait, wait. Uh, there's one other thing in here yeah. that I don't want to forget to say. I, and uh, talking about outfits, I thought I looked very nice in the red and the hat. You did. And you did. I think I still have those jeans that I was wearing <laughs> because they fit well. You yeah. Know? I was in I was in good shape in the first season. And then I got a then little heavier in you the second. You got comfortable. And then I got really big in the third season. You, got, you were on a show. You were feeling life. You yeah. were enjoying and yourself. And then I lost yeah. 30 pounds yeah. in between the third season and the fourth season. Because mm-hmm. I knew the show was going to be over. And I was like, oh, I better. You got to get a job. Yeah. But then the fat jokes still kept going. And, well, we, and, and I, I think... Didn't you talk to somebody about the fat jokes? Yeah, and they started I to said, like kind of lay off. I was them. like, I'm I'm 35. So so I believe in the third season, we're in the desert and the family gets lost oh, in the desert. That's right. And then we've the, talked about this. Yeah. And yeah. then the fourth season, we come back, and now it's been three months mm-hmm. in real life, but in the show, it's only been a few hours. So I actually said, I think I lost like 30 pounds. <laughs> it was a long walk. But when I'm standing in the dugout and I get an idea, there's a light yes, bulb above my head and moment. it goes ding. And and so that, I, 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 I thought that that was really funny. I, I, saw, I like that. See, I loved when we leaned into like the kitschiness of, you know. Being silly. Being silly. Yeah. I, I like, like I said, that's, I, it's rather than fighting against what a Disney channel, Disney channel show can be. I know we tried our best to be able to elevate the genre. But at the same time too, we found our our pockets to just kind of lean into what it was, you know, moments like that, that I love. Um, Okay. So um, they're going back and forth with the, with the magic between Alex and Justin. It's chaos. Um, The crowd is forgetting. The the spell makes them forget for a few minutes. The spell doesn't make sense. It's a really weird thing. It's not the first or the last time a spell doesn't make sense. But but (laughs) I write down the spell Mm -hmm. to hand to Justin. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why I don't just tell him the spell because if I tell him the spell. Maybe he'll forget it. Maybe if you say it to him, it's like doing the spell and he'll forget it. But you can't do magic. Yeah, so I don't know why I wrote it down, but I handed it to him. Yeah. And then. 
every in the pan of everybody where they're all the you know they put a little special effect yeah, on yeah. you know like everybody had like a little halo which was you know in in lieu of I don't know it, it was the special effect of them forgetting forgetting mm-hmm. everything and then for some reason Jake says we win and then it's over. And then nobody can remember. Because we were was getting closer to, to the 22 minutes. That's why. Yeah, right. Because we were getting to the end. <laughs> they were like, oh, shit. We got to. <laughs> when, when I was re-watching it, I was like, wait a minute. How did this end? Like, what happened there? Or, you know, and it's just Jake saying mm-hmm. we won. And then, you know, people don't really remember, you know. And we didn't remember. You know what I mean? Because I say what, what happened. or And I look but at But I the, guess you're mortal. You're mortal. So, like, you're going to forget, right? Yeah, but magic works Justin forgets. Selena oh, forgets. Yeah. Everybody forgets the whole thing. That's a good point. You know, and and the spell mm. is on the paper, and, and Justin has it, mm-hmm. and then I take it from him, and I go, oh, this could come in handy one day, and I put it back in my pocket. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's odd. It just didn't make 100% sense. No, it didn't. Well, like I said, it's not the first or the last time that we just look the other direction and right. go, okay, we're going to suspend disbelief, which we do quite a bit. But, I mean, how do you get out of the, the game if everybody's forgotten? We needed the character Max to, to say, say, we, we won. won. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and also, too, I think my justification was the fact that Max just wanted the team to win. So he looked around, wasn't sure what was going on and went, ah, I guess we won. Yeah. And then said we won. Well, and that's then, being very nice, Jen. I'm trying. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, then uh, she, Alex gets punished. Um, even though how, I don't know. Cause you, Jerry forgot. Wait, wait. So I go in you and punish. Then... Yeah. You punish her. Cause how you, cause I, Alex, yeah, cause Riley fuck? asks her to the dance and you go, well, you can't go. Oh, cause I see them. Cause I saw, Alex and Riley on the street, and I'm waiting for her when mm-hmm. she comes in. But how do you punish her if you don't remember that she was doing magic? Well, well, there's, I, I had the same question in mm-hmm. my brain. But there's the scene between the character Riley and Alex on the New York street. Okay. She says something, or she like, I see that she's manipulating him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I see that the the only, and maybe not so much magic, but that there was manipulation. Going on, so you were punishing her because she was manipulating him. Yeah, well, maybe okay. not manipulate. But uh, listen, I have to now rewatch the rewatch again. Now I really want to know. But I know now we're getting like real she, nitpicky about it. She got in trouble because of whatever I saw her doing with Riley. Okay, so and, not during the game, but after. Yeah, I don't know what she says to Riley, but it's about the dance, or it's about yeah, the because you tell dance. her she can't go. Right, I say that yeah. she can't go to because that. that's ultimately her punishment. Like I'm a fucking Jerry Russo's a dick. Yeah, because I mean, I didn't say that because I have written down that she's banned for using magic at the game. That's why she can't go. So I feel like there's something that you remember from the game. We're going to agree to disagree. Yeah. I think you remember something from the game. What do you guys think? What do you, uh, Comment on the thing. I think there's something that happens between Selena and, and Riley on the street that I'm picking up on, yeah. you know? And I think there's something that you remember from the game because you remember her using some kind of magic at the game. Or that I don't remember the game at all. And so there's you think that she did something, yeah. which is plausible well, as because well. Because fucking Alex always did something <laughs> wrong. Always. That's the entire show. <laughs> um, so, and then Justin finally asked Kari out. And this is where we have that great moment where they're in the sub shop at the table. And uh, she says that she only dates baseball players. And I only watch movies about cats. And right. she has that great gag where she's like, but are they in... Are the costumes? Are the cats dressed up as farm right, animals? Right. It and was she funny. Has that, like it, she, like I said, she 
looked like she literally had air between her ears. Yeah. Like she did such a great job. And it was not an easy part. I would have literally probably read it on the script and like, what do I do with yeah. this? But it like was back yeah. to like when Lucy Hale was on the show and mm -hmm. she had to pretend like uh, uh, David yeah. was talking to his to it and in. not know that yeah. it was there, you know? No, it was way to take kind of like a hokey, strange, like comedic thing and to really commit to it. Yeah, it. it was weird because now Justin, who's mm -hmm. now gotten the girl, yeah. just because she wants to see a movie with cats, he's like, all but, right, good, I'm out. You well, know what I mean? Okay, but it wasn't just because she wanted to see a movie with cats. It was because he was trying to take her to a movie about like farm animals. And she's like, but are they, are the farm animals, are they cats dressed up as farm animals? And he got like, he tries to explain it to her like five different times. And she's like, but cats? And he's like, no. Okay. And he's like, but cats though? And she's like, no. So to me, if the shoe, if I were in Justin's shoes, yeah. I'd be like, okay, this date's not going to go anywhere because I'd be so frustrated because she won't shut the hell up about baseball players and cats. I, the whole but time. I just think that's hysterical that he yeah, just kind of gives up. He's like, okay, I'm out. I'm good. Maybe he just, well, he had his tongue out just staring at her. So maybe he was distracted. It's interesting at first. Too because he, he also, he was so in love with her that he couldn't even talk. He's like, ugh. But that's high ah. school, right? Like that's high school crushes. One day you're head over heels for them. And then the next day you're like, what did I see in them? That happens yeah. to me all the time where I'm like, oh my God, they're the best ever. Like, oh, I'm so in love with them. And then the next day I'm like, oh, why? Yeah. I had a crush when I was in sixth grade on a girl named Jocelyn. That's a great name. Like her name it's was Jocelyn name. Kelly. She was so nice, and I had such a crush, and I was just like, oh. And I remember I actually went and did a TV movie with my dad called The Happy mm -hmm. that I that I was on. So I was gone from school, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I was a child actor. Um, and it, I think it was you? in fifth grade. Fifth grade, okay. So what is that, 12? Or Give or take. 11, 12? Yeah. I was adorable. Um, but I remember I brought a thing of gummy bears to give to her. And I was Aww. so nervous and I gave her the gummy bears and I was like, ah, you know, like, ah, like you or whatever. And then she gave the gummy bears to Danny <gasps> Miller. Jocelyn, you bitch. I, right? I was so angry about that. And then she turned into I'm like, mad at Jocelyn. In, in junior high school, she turned into like a goth girl. Did you have goth growing up? Oh, I was goth in third, third grade. You were goth. Because I had so much to be upset about at eight. Um, no, I, I had a big Hot Topic phase. I, like, painted my nails with Sharpie. Um, I listened to, like, all the goth music. Right. I wore, like, the black tutus yeah. and wore, like, Doc Martens, which, I mean, I'm still wearing today. But, um, and, yeah, I had the Converse. Yeah, And, well, and cool, I had the, right? the seatbelt buckle. And, like, yeah. I was very, I was very dark and mysterious. And, and I loved Emily the Strange. I don't know if you remember that character. No. Or if uh, Riley was ever in, or, uh, yeah, DeStefano was ever into that. But, uh, it was this character that literally everything was like, life is terrible. Like, oh. she just was this, like, Wednesday Addams type was character. Was it a cartoon? It was a cartoon. Yeah. But, yeah, she, Emily the Strange was this, like, Wednesday Addams type thing where she's just like, life is suffering. Like, well, it just was very. Teenagers are I like was that. eight. <laughs> I was not a teenager. I wasn't even Which close. is a normal person's teen. Yeah, I was eight. Um, but, well, yeah. Let me go back to Jocelyn just for a second. I hope that she's doing well. And it's okay that she didn't like me back. That's okay, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. My mom told me this story once. Of um, my mom told me this story in my head. I was like, "Fuck you, Jocelyn." No, but <laughs> um, but uh, my mom told me this story, and it's so my approach with like talking about having crushes, getting over them really quickly, and also just my approach to men in general now um, was apparently she saw me in kindergarten like pick a flower or something, and like present it to some guy that I had a crush on that week. He was a little boy. He wasn't a guy. 
Well, he was, yeah, he you was were a in kindergarten? We were children. Yeah, okay. he was a little boy. And he looked at it and he went, ew, and threw it on the ground. And I just went, and like ran off. And like that, she's like, that's pretty much been your approach since like day one. <laughs> and, so, and she's so true where I'm just like, whatever, and just like moved on. So that's still pretty much my approach where like I have a crush, they're not into it. And I'm like, you're, and then I get over it really fast. By the way, I liked her from forever. So I had a crush well, on her. I hope her she chokes on a long. gummy bear. No, uh, no. <laughs> well, we get somebody, I hope she chokes on a gummy bear and someone gives her the Heimlich maneuver. How about that? Uh, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. I get very protective I of my friends to, uh, to a bad, <laughs> to, to a detrimental place. Um, okay, so the episode spell is cerebellum erasis, which erases. Uh, wait a minute, what? Yeah. I can't, huh? Are we doing who? a podcast? Where, who are this? you? Nice to meet you. Comedy. Oh, my God. Which erases recent memories from people uh, within a certain distance. What recent, oh, is that what it said? Yeah. That's the whole spiel. Did I say that on the show where I'm like, this will erase their memory within a certain I think distance? It was, I think that whole explanation was written on the piece of paper for sure. Uh Okay. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Because I had I had the like everybody's gonna forget, but it had to be in that proximity. I think yeah, I it think had it had to be, to be in that, that distance. Which maybe explains the whole thing about how you still remember it is you maybe weren't in the proximity. No, I'm standing next I to know, him. I'm trying to I fucking justify effect, our show, dude. The effect of the you know, my, my memory oh my going God. away. Okay, whatever. I'm trying to justify our Cerebellum erasis. Cerebellum erasis. So what recent memory would you want to erase from people's minds? Oh Other, than Jen. Oh Other than Jocelyn. Other than Jocelyn. No, the I don't want to erase Jocelyn, the memory, because I'll tell you why. Because it was it was a good thing for me. I finally got the guts to to like tell her that I liked her. That's great. And then she, you know, gave the Destroyed gummy bears to heart. someone else. And I was like, oh, okay, moving on. Yeah. You know what I mean? You for, went, for years, I was like, on. I like her. And, okay, so what do I want to erase? Yeah, what's a recent memory you uh, would want to erase from people? There's some television shows that I've watched <laughs> that I'm ready to erase from my brain. It's interesting okay. because a lot of times you'll watch stuff on Netflix mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, I didn't like that first episode. And a lot of people are like, you got to watch three episodes. You got to watch, you well, it's know. It's like the rule of thumb with the new show. If by the third episode you don't like it, you just don't like it. But that's a full commitment. That's I a know. movie uh, amount of time, you know. Yeah. Okay, what do you want to erase? Other than some relationships? <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm not a big believer in regret. Yeah, I think this that, is I a think, hard question. I think there's some some drunk texts I might take back <laughs> for sure, um, which I haven't done a ton of. But there's when I, when I fail, I fail epically. Um, so yeah, there there was I was going there was a dark phase I was going through with a guy that I I would like to think that we would have been friends if I hadn't made a spectacular ass out of myself. Um, but like I said, I was not in the best headspace in my life, and I uh, was projecting a lot mm -hmm. on this person. And but this is good, Jen, yeah. because if this happens to you, then you learn from that. No, right? yeah, and then that's why I'm not a big believer in regret, because yeah. to me, you live, you learn. But the thing is, is like sometimes in those lessons, there's casualties, right. and 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 I have to believe that like those weren't meant to be, right? Um, so it's like if those you know uh, friendships, relationships, whatever. Um, don't happen. They weren't meant to be in the first place. But yeah, there's there's some where I'm like, you know what? I could have lived without that person being like, oh, that bitch is crazy. Yeah. Um, well, because that, I know that I'm not like that. But in that time, I did behave that way because yeah. I wasn't in a really good headspace. So that's something that I would take back because um, I don't love that someone um, saw a version of me that I don't feel like is the genuine yeah. me. 
Okay, ask me the question again. I know my answer. Okay, now. what's something you would erase from people's minds? Every single interaction I had with my ex-wife. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Your ex-marriage. Why did that make me feel good? <laughs> because, because I'm going to erase her. Because it's cleansing. It's oh, cleansing. Fuck, man. We, yeah. You know what? I have to say this. You want to just erase it from your memory. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. But, you, you know, when people are divorcing, yeah. you do not have to be bad to the other person. No. It doesn't have to be that. And it was that for me. Yeah. And it really, she used my kids as pawns, and it really fucking sucked. So, headline, David DeLuise hates divorcing. Well, the thing, like, it's, to be honest, it's it, what makes me so nervous about, not nervous, but but very- Getting married? Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm not nervous about marriage. I'm just very picky. I'm very, I'm very picky, especially now in my life, where it's like, I, but I'm at a point where I'm like, I really do, because I used to date just for fun, and and that's I think the normal progression of dating. But I, I used to date just for fun, and and to be like, oh, this would be a fun person to, as like, opposed to dating for like a partner, and uh, like okay, you know, okay. and, and and for life, and 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 so. But I'm at this phase now where I'm like, you know, I really want a partner. I want a partner in life. I want. Ideally, I would love a partner in life and a partner in creativity. I mean, to me, that's yeah, the that's ideal. What we all, yeah, that's the ideal, right? Like, if I could find someone who I can be creative with and go through life with, like, that's that to me is the dream. And we all need to find that in ourselves of before course. we can. Of be course, with and others. that's yeah. and that's what I'm working on right now is being so jazzed about my life yeah. that the person that comes along adds something to my life, and and they have to be pretty fucking spectacular for yeah. me to want to give up my life with just myself. Right. And that's my goal right now is to be so jazzed about my life with me yeah. that whoever's going to come along and disrupt that <laughs> uh, has to be pretty amazing. Yeah, you know of course. What I mean? um, but yeah, but that's why like a lot of my friends have, have been married and already divorced by now. And I mean, I've never lived with anybody or been engaged because to me, I'm very old fashioned. I'm, I'm very modern with a lot of my thinking, but very old fashioned with my thinking when it comes to relationships. I'm a big fan of the guy making the first move, yeah. taking out on like classic dates and not living with somebody until like you're ready to get married or yeah, not no. even until after. And so I can be very old. I don't think, I think for everybody it's their own style, but for me, I'm just old fashioned. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Listen, uh, it, it, a lot of, I think the statistic is 50% of marriages end in divorce. Mm -hmm. I can't even, it's, it's traumatizing. Have, yeah, I was like, do you have some 50% of marriages end in divorce. Now, I will say this. It wasn't about the marriage. Mm. It was about the person. And mm. I had always said to my attorneys and to all my friends, especially to Jesus, who was a part of my family but worked for us for, for like 40 years. Yeah. I said, Jesus. If I ever say I'm going to get married again, I want you to shoot me, is what I said to him. And then I realized that when I met Yulia and I wanted to be with her and I wanted to uh, marry her, that I should do that. Because by not doing that, I was letting yeah. my old relationship dictate what was going on. Yeah, you know. So point. I told Jesus I'm getting married and he goes, don't do it. I won't shoot you because <laughs> he loved That's Yulia. Really sweet. He loves Yulia. So the, the three pieces good. of advice, I'll say this, that my parents um, gave me about getting married were um, you marry the family. Mm -hmm. So make sure you pay attention and like their family. That's good. Um, my dad, I always love this one. It only ends well once. Every time I have a bad breakup, I always remember that. I'm like, well, it only ends well one time. It just means it wasn't the one. Right. And then also to be careful who you hit your wagon to. Yeah. I mean, we're from Texas, so of course it's a fucking wagon. But, but that's the thing is, it's like because the thing is, is like not I only. I wish I had known that. <laughs> no, but the thing, is, like, it, the thing is, is like, and my parents are still together, and and it's something where you know, 
I don't speak from experience because I've never been married, but like I can only imagine like marriage is really hard. You go through a lot, you change so much with every decade of your life and, and with seasons. And, and so it's like, but you also, when you hit your wagon to a person, so to speak, like you, you hit your wagon not only to them creatively, fiscally, like everything, everything. everything. Yeah. It's a, you know, marriage you know? is also like a business. You know what I mean? You're sharing your finances. I was married to a narcissist and you can't love a narcissist because they love themselves and yeah. they're not capable. Which ironically, actually, when you really dig into narcissism, they actually hate themselves. Yeah, no, there's yeah. a very low self-esteem there. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's a complicated mental illness. They, the uh, uh, Narcissists are not able to put anybody else's needs above their own. Mm -hmm. And so my kids were, you know, her needs were always ahead of theirs, which was so tough. And on a very special. Yeah, how do we get from, we went from baseball to narcissism, to narcissism and marriage? Wow, that's Lord. my, you know. Talk my about life. an aside. Jesus, oh, Lord. Yeah. Um, okay. But well, I'm not there anymore. That's good. That's what the, the forgetting thing. Yeah. Wanting to forget that. Thank you very much. You brought it up in my Sarah, fucking Sarah, mind, Cerebellum Why I meant to take it away and not put it back, Lord. Right, I'm sorry. All right. You ready? Okay. Yes. Cerebellum erasis. Where are we? What's happening? <laughs> Well, anyway, we we'll gonna see do you next one, week. Wait, wait, we're going to do one question. Okay, one, one question, question. One question. Here. And then and we'll see you next it's week. It's going to be a very quick answer. Go. Oh, Lord. Go. Like, we very can never quick. do anything quickly. Yes, no, we can. <sighs> if you had to invent your own spell using part of your name, what would you call it and what is its power? Louises. Louises. Jesus Louises. <laughs> Jesus Louises, which means uh, you can turn uh, water into wine. Oh, I like that. I like that. That one's good. Mine would be... Um, Turnus Stonus, which means you get to find things like the wizard's pilot that you can't find. Oh, fuck. Turnus Stonus, Tur Turnus, please, God. Turnus Stonus. Okay. okay. With that, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. You can't get enough wizards. Heaven knows we can't. You can join our Patreon for exclusive weekly bonus content. There's a link in the description for that, too. It's magical. I'll see you next week.